is reaching the top for Chris Reese. Batman, the new movie of 2022 in the DC Comics series of movies. Does it suck? Is it worth the watch? Who do we see in this movie? And other questions and discussions will be talked about today on this topic. Welcome to A Reason to Talk with Chris Reason. I have two special guests with me today, Bryce and Chad Nickerson. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Thank you guys for joining me in today's episode of the podcast. Uh, before we uh, get into this discussion of the movie, I'd like the listeners to just be aware of spoiler alerts. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go see it or listen to the podcast if you don't mind the spoilers. And are always going to see it anyways. Are you a fan of poetry? All kinds of poetry, such as dark, down-to-earth, and relatable poetry? Then come check out my new book, Nostalgic Memories, A Book of Dreams and Nightmares is Poems. Out now, available on Amazon Kindle for $9.99 or the paperback version of the book for $14.99. Get your copy today. Now, back to today's episode. Now, let's start this off by talking about the length of the movie. What's your guys' thoughts on it being three hours? Did it need to be three hours? Why don't you go ahead first, Chad? Well, actually, I didn't know it was three hours long because I fell asleep about four times. <laughs> that sounds like the guy that was snoring in the theater. Yeah, there was someone actually out snoring behind us. Do you, I don't know if he made it comfort, more comfortable for me. But uh, I, to admit, I am slightly old, so it usually happens when I lay down on a recliner and i got to see a movie like twice. And pick up the parts that I fell asleep to. <laughs> That's not degrading the movie. Um, do you guys? I, I feel like, in my opinion, it could have been like two and a half, just shorten it a little bit, and you could still got a lot of stuff come across. Or they could have done a little bit more with the characters. The thing about that, if you go back to the movie, can you really think of like specific scenes that should have been cut in the movie? I thought it was perfect the way it was. Do you know uh, what I mean? Like, do you can, can you think of any specific scenes in the movie that they should have cut out or left out? The whole scene of chasing Penguin, who had nothing to do with it. The coolest, like, Batmobile chasing scene ever. <laughs> like, they should have cut that, that. That was a good scene, but, like, they literally could have shortened it besides that part, the action scene. No, part. that's how they figured out who was actually the rat, though. Right. They missed it, they were Spanish. But that was the coolest chase scene on the highway. That was a, that was the biggest action shot of the whole movie. They're not going to cut that out. No, but, like, they were still, like, you could have cut out some of the stuff in there. I, you could have kept that. You could have got rid of the part where, like, uh, yeah, you needed the part where her, um, Selena Kyle's friend goes missing. But, oh yeah, nobody really cared about no, that friend. <laughs> no one did, including the guy snoring in the theater. No, actually, it all has to come together because... Sorry, I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder to give me a second thought. Um, no, that, the fun thing, that's because Selena Kyle, our Catwoman, had to have a reason to help Batman. Otherwise, she had no motive to help Batman. So that's why her well, right. was in it. Right. It all has to connect. Like The writers thought about this, CJ, don't worry. But do you think it could have been shorter? Like, yeah, could you any movie it, can be shorter, but I thought it was But, like, would, you, would it have been shorter and still got as many things done? I would think so, because with whatever time I fell asleep, I didn't need those parts of the movie to realize what was still going on and what happened. 22 minutes in? I thought the length was totally perfect the way it was. All right, now let's get to the uh, characters. Uh, we have Batman. We're going to start off with the, the main one. Bat Batman against Bruce Wayne. Against, against Batman, Batman and Bruce Wayne. Well, you know how like you got two. Technically, you got two different characters. You got Batman. You got Bruce Wayne. Most people that have played Batman slash Bruce Wayne have done different personas for the character. They have done different versions of the character to hide the fact that they weren't Bruce Wayne. Now, that being said, out of all the Batman with Robert Pattinson playing Bruce Wayne and being Batman, what would you what would you guys think? I don't know what really your question was. Right, everything's always a different version of yeah, Batman. Yeah. But Robert Pattinson, it wasn't as bad in my opinion as that. You're asking what is 
performance as Bruce Wayne was? Yes. Well, different Bruce Wayne, because this one's kind of like more emo, obviously with Nirvana. You think I know how to read? Um, <laughs> anyways, no, I think I, I enjoyed a different take on Bruce Wayne. I thought he had more uh, character, and I thought he had more emotion than previous Batmans and Bruce Waynes. Um, I enjoyed like more in-depth of the character of Bruce Wayne. Speaking of um, emo, though, from before, he did look like a very Simo or Ian version of Bruce Wayne, and I could have swore we were watching a, a My Chemical Romance or Paramore music video for a second, or even early yeah, Attic at the Disco. His haircut, especially. I could see the eyeliner because of the mask and stuff, mm-hmm. or it simply wouldn't actually be able to I, I, just, I did like that touch, though, because yeah, every cool. Batman like, pretty much is wearing like eyeliner to cover up the rest of the eye, and they actually mm-hmm. showed that part. I, yeah. I enjoyed it because, like, he was obviously distraught about his family's past, and not as much as the previous Bruce Wayne's. Like, this was really a big factor in the movie and Bruce Wayne, how much of his parents and his uh, family's past affects him and everything. Yeah. Um, Catwoman, Selena Kyle. Now, that one, they're pretty much almost the same character. Um, as in, there's not much difference, like, oh, there is a difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, could she have been involved in the movie more? Well, she's hot. Let's just get that out of the way. Well, she's yeah, Zoe Kravitz is amazing. She was incredibly beautiful, and honestly, she could have been in the movie more, but like, I thought she was perfectly in there for the amount of time that they needed her to be in. I also, yeah, well, I, I, I agree. Well, I felt like they were trying to push towards uh, almost kind of doing a sequel to an extent with uh, the almost relationship between Catwoman and Batman. Yeah, I, I'd pay to see them get on. Bouncing a different theater for that, but I'll see it. Uh, it's just in the back of Marcus. Uh, <laughs> it's behind the concession stand. Um, but no, um, if you look at any of the games or like the Arkham games, especially or mm-hmm. the Telltale series of Batman or the comic books, there is a relationship between Batman and Catwoman at some point. Oh, yeah. um, where to the fact that almost Selena Kyle has still has no idea who Batman is, and then literally in the movie or in the scene where like they I thought Batman was gonna unmask and like yeah. Selena Kyle was gonna figure out they did that in the ser- in the comic series. So I thought they were gonna pull off something towards that. Uh Penguin uh, or Oz uh what are they known in the credits for it. Uh was this version of Penguin compared to any other portrays of Penguin different or better in any way? Probably more realistic than the cartoonish one version was Whoever it was. Danny I DeVito. Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah, Danny DeVito with the pointing nose. <laughs> I, well, yeah, but that's also the version of... Um, who am I thinking of? Who uh, who directed that? Um, Tim Burton? Probably? Tim Burton, yeah. Yep. Uh, with his crazy whatever style it is. With mm-hmm. the dark and comical. Uh, Bryce, what did you think? I thought it was a fantastic portrayal of the Penguin. Again, like this more realistic than the uh, comic um comic-like movies in the past but i, I thought colin Farrell did a phenomenal job as the penguin the makeup and everything he looks just great like he played very well and he's probably going to be in a future if they do a sequel he's probably in a future movie in a bigger role so really looking forward to that i do feel like he uh could be used in a future movie for that role like you were saying um also being said the fact that when we're doing comical with like danny devito's character or even the adam west version of penguin is still comical but also you got that's all, that whole series of Adam West's more comical side than serious anyways. Um, when you were watching it, uh, could you tell it was Colin Farrell? 
No, I didn't. I really didn't know who the hell Colin Farrell was before this. <laughs> I I, I've seen other movies with him. Can we stop the podcast and go look him up? <laughs> <laughs> bring, up bring up your phone. Just don't make it ring or anything. Um, <laughs> what I like the most about it is also the comparison of the the character and the makeup of the Penguin, which is basically uh, based off of the Arkham series and the comic books that literally use the same look as the Penguin in the Arkham series, which I really like that. Uh, especially in the later, well, I think it was either the later or the second Arkham game, um, where they did that with that same character. Yeah. Uh, James Gordon. Uh, in this version of Batman, he is not yet the commissioner. Uh, which was better, uh, Jeffrey Wright in The Batman with Robert Pattinson for 2022 or Gary Oldman? I, I have to say Gary Oldman is, like, not one of my favorite actors, but, like, it's such an amazing actor that they can't put Jeffrey Wright above him in the portrayal. I thought Jeffrey Wright did a great job. It's the way I kind of look at it is like comparing those characters is kind of like comparing the Batman versus the Dark Knight just in general. Just like I feel like they're like even personally just in how much I enjoyed it. Um, Jeffrey Wright has like different things that he did with his character than Gary Oldman. And I feel like obviously both are phenomenal characters. But honestly though, like the more I, you know, I'm talking, Gary Oldman is kind of like Commissioner Gordon. Like, well, yeah, well, yeah, I feel like also with the trilogy of right. Gary Oldman being in all of those, it kind of defeats the purpose of kind of visualizing anybody else. Yeah. Um, sure. But Jeffrey Wright, in my opinion, he did uh, portray the character to its almost entirety for how much we saw him in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't really see any of like the other side stuff. Like if you go into the comics, uh, his daughter becomes Batgirl and stuff yeah. like that. You don't know that. Yeah, Irrelevant to the first story, at least. Yeah, and there's nothing else that's going on for that stuff, so that's okay. Um, I There's a character I didn't add in here, but I wanted to add it real quick. Alfred. Do you think he could have provided more character in that, compared to other Alfreds? I don't think they really used him much, but considering the movie was so long already, they probably had to cut something out. Maybe that's what they had to cut out. Well, Alfred's always, like, a side character as much as he's great in the series and everything, but I, don't know, I think, you know, he did his part. Emotional the, distress when he got bombed. <laughs> well, the emotional distress with that and the fact that he also was there to help decipher half of those riddles, mm -hmm. which yeah. is great with uh, half all that. Yeah. Um, now, kind of comparing with the comical version, which is kind of hard to do, uh, we have the Riddler. Uh, completely... Opposite sides of the spectrum with Jim Carrey versus I forgot the actor's name who played the Riddler in this. Um, I feel like there could have been more done in this with like the riddles and other clues, and then could have been a little bit more into that side. What do you guys think about that? Oh, if you're already complaining how long the movie is, I don't know how much you want more riddles and clues. <laughs> well, the thing is, I think, I think the Riddler thought about Batman was actually helping him in the in the movie. So Batman basically answered every riddle like almost five seconds. Not everyone, but almost right away when he's at a That's scene, Batman knew well, who it was. Well, that also, I feel like half the stuff we could have thought of, like the police were just dumb enough not to realize. Yeah, maybe Batman and they're corrupt, first. too. That's another thing. Oh, yeah, most of the freaking police force was corrupt and owned by um, Falcone. Mm -hmm. um, that also being a sort of segue into the next character here, uh, Carmine Falcone. Did John Turturro, I uh, probably butchered the name, do the best Carmine for Tony? Have we seen that character in any of the Batman that we can think of? I don't think so. I don't remember that character at all. So I remember that character in The Dark Knight. Um, do you guys remember him in The Dark Knight? No. He, was at, he was at that table. 
I mean, if you saw, if I oh, was it, the, was it the table with uh, when they introduced the Joker with the the yeah, pencil thing? Yeah, it sort of has like yellowish hair, like. So he was in it for like okay, so he wasn't really in it in it. He was. It was like a, it was like um almost like a cameo type of thing. You guys talk. I'm gonna pull up on my phone and you'll see what I'm talking about. I know I know the scene you're talking about, but I don't remember like anything else besides that. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't remember. He was in the movie. It wasn't like based around him or anything. It's just like he's in the. He's just there. The underground and stuff. I thought he did a good job, but I feel like I was kind of expecting more, if that makes sense. Well, if they're doing sequels, he'll be involved, most likely. I died. Yeah, he just died. <laughs> oh, yeah, I slept during that part, sorry. You <laughs> slept during the endings? <laughs> almost the ending? No, they were swimming around in some flood. It looked like the day after tomorrow when it was dark. This guy. Oh, yeah, okay, that actor. Um, I know the actor now. Um, I can't remember his name either, but I've seen him a lot of stuff. Uh, Is that Eric Saltz, maybe? Sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. It's Eric something, I know that. Okay. Um, but besides that, do you think anyone could do a better job than uh, John Turturro? I feel like he did a fantastic job as Carmine Falcone, especially with yeah. his uh, range of other characters that he's played in the past. Like in Big Lebowski, he played Jesus, <laughs> like the, the hated bowler. Uh, no, I just like him in uh, Transformer movies. That too, he's a comedic character almost. And actually, mm-hmm. I think he is a comedic character in the Transformer series. But he he's a great actor. I mean, I can't. Yeah, he did great. I can't picture really anyone else doing a better job for that character. Oh, too bad he died. Then I missed that part. <laughs> you have to go back and watch I mean, it. To be I'll honest, go watch it again. To be completely honest, I could have seen somebody a little bit more intimidating than him. But oh, intimi- <laughs> intimidating, yes. Yeah, because he's the biggest mob boss. Could have played two actors. <laughs> Just take off the makeup. <laughs> I don't know, but no, he did a good job. But he's probably one of like the lower-ranked characters I'd list, just because, again, I feel like somebody more intimidating would be perfect, because he is the main bad Do you guy have anybody in mind that you could picture? Oh, as in, like, actor-wise, that could be doing that? Not anybody off the top of my head, but, I mean, pick a couple of intimidating just, actors and just throw them in. Yeah. You yeah. could put almost anybody in there, because he's skinny, he's... Like a mob boss yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, like, well, every time well, someone says mob boss, the first thing I think of was Goodfellas and Godfather. You could literally... Maybe yeah. the guy... Who's the, who's the bad guy in Daredevil? That guy. Kingpin? Yeah, put the kingpin in there. Or, a little more intimidating. Or you guys could put the guy from Bar oh. Rescue in there. <laughs> John Taylor? There's, there's roaches in the water. Oh my god, that was fantastic. I could see John Taffer doing that. Yeah, let's, just, let's just replace every... Let's go find the movie. <laughs> edit all the scenes of John Taffer. <laughs> put John Taffer in there. We're going to take a short break here for a second and hear a message from our sponsor. Do you need that boost of energy? Are you going to the gym? Are you trying to wake up for work? Or even trying to get some serious hours of gaming done? Well, I have your answer. That's Dubby Energy. Get your generalist fix of energy boost, the Galaxy Grenade, and multiple other flavors. Use the promo code CRN10 to get 10% off your order today. Visit W.GG slash discount slash CRN10. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G slash discount slash CRN10. All right, welcome back. Uh, I'm here again with Chad and Bryce Nickerson. Oh, Nickerson fam, if that's a fame. Um, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's get uh, kind of, well, we're getting off topic of characters oh, yeah, here. We're getting off already. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> um, let's go with um, designs of the vehicles. Uh, Bat cycle. Bat motorcycle. It, it was, I don't think they really showed anything with that besides being the fact it was a motorcycle. Yeah. 
Well, Dark Knight was phenomenal. I can guarantee you that. The movie, yeah. I'm saying like the bat motorcycle. Oh yeah, like yeah. There was a lot more gadgets in it. This movie's technology wasn't like. I think this is more realistic too. It's like in his earlier years, I think. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, like he doesn't have everything set up yet for technology that he needs. Yeah, makes sense. He uses in the Dark Knight. At least he wants a different Batman. Um. All right, let's move on to the Batmobile. Uh, do you guys think this Batmobile is better? than um, any of the other ones. Do you think it works for what he did? Uh, I feel like it being just like the car and like what you said being earlier, uh, you don't really need anything. I mean, you got the speed, you got the boost, and that's pretty much all you need. Um, There could have been some other stuff in there, but I don't think he's gone into that. Hell, we haven't seen the Morgan Freeman of this version of Batman, which which is funny that I can't think of the guy's name, but I can think think of that, but I can think of Morgan Freeman. Um, now that we're in discussion of the Batmobile, though, in your opinion, um, I'm ranking the Michael Keaton, uh, I should just said Michael Keaton as a term, but term Tim Burton films, because I think it's the same Batmobile in the uh, four movies. Um, for between all movies and every single one, for between the 50s and 60s with Adam West, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton era, Christian Bale, the Ben Affleck, and the Robert Pattinson one, which out of all those Batmobiles do you think would be the better one? Or is the better one? Why don't you go ahead and take this first, <laughs> Chad? I may have to go back and rewatch some Batmobile. Batmobile? Batmobile? Get that serious <laughs> change. The 30 year old zero box. Um, I'm saying Christian Bales. Probably. Mainly for the fact that, yes, it is futuristic. It's a fucking tank. Yeah. <laughs> but compared to the rest, I think the Ben Affleck one was very similar, not too far off from that one. But nobody, like you said, you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> And so we don't even know. Um, now, with Catwoman trying to find her friend and potentially getting Falcone, we pretty much discussed that already in the beginning. Um, do you think they could have done better with that whole series or a whole section? Uh, like you could have found more clues, could have figured out where she was. Well, she could, have, in my opinion, her friend could have done a little bit more than just be caught within a picture with a mayor. Yeah, the thing is, like, it was very minimal to the plot. It was just to get Catwoman and Batman closer to actually solve the bigger picture of the Riddler crimes. Right. Like, nobody really cared too much about the whole Bond drill with the mayor thing. Obviously, in the movie they did, but, like, outside of it, nobody really bat an eye. It was just so Batman and Catwoman, it's just writing plot to get them closer together. Now, um, in this particular movie, do you think Penguin could have played a bigger part? I mean, he did pretty much what he was supposed to be there. He was not really the head mob boss that we thought he was, in the, like in the beginning, when they first questioned him out of everything. Um, I felt like he could have been in there more. But also the same with it being Carmine Falcone doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, they definitely want to save him for if they do a sequel, and definitely with the Riddler, Falcone, and like other aspects and villainous people and groups and everything. It's hard to fit everybody into one uh, movie to make sure that they get all their screen time. But I thought he had a fair amount of screen time and I thought he did great with what he did in it. Yeah, I agree. The movie was basically Batman versus Riddler. Everything in the background was just just, just there to help push everything forward. Yep. Um, Falcone accidentally killing Batman's parents. Now, do you think he did that on purpose? Well, 
thought you just said it was an accident. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, that, no, like he stated at first that it was an accident, and then they were like, "Yeah, I killed the guy," and then they pretty much killed his parents because of that. <laughs> well, hmm. Why don't you take this one, uh, Chad? Is it? Is that your name? I don't know enough about the uh, the entire story, whether it be based off the comics or whatever it's based off of. Well, I can tell you this for like all the movies that they've made. I think this is the first time of us actually figuring out who did kill Batman's parents. Well, it's different every time, too, honestly. Um, it's almost like how, it that's like how the Joker in movies have been come, to, come to be. Yeah. Like, if you go to the Michael Keaton one, he uh, he was a mobster that fell into, like, so, uh, the Acme uh, uh, pollution or waste or whatever oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's how he turned to it. And then pretty much he turned the, the white face paint, which was just actually his skin. Uh, Heath Ledger, uh, I don't remember if they uh, did, like, a background on that one. Uh, but then he also got like the the show Gotham, where you have the Arthur person pretty much turn into Joker. Um, in that sense, there's not really a set uh, background or origin story on some of these people, especially like the Joker, um, how to be. Would you think like let Let's move on to the ending scene here. Let's uh, we not like a end credit scene, but something to get the movie going further. Uh, you have Riddler in Arkham, and he's freaking out, seeing Batman fix everything uh, with the after the flood and trying to save people. But you also have somebody that we are making the assumption that it's the Joker talking to him. Now, is there any other character you guys could think that wouldn't make it the Joker? Um, well, the facial features for a second did look like Two-Face, just because the face kind of looked messed up from one side and the other side looked okay. I don't know if you guys saw that too. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I, I think I saw the like little scar and like you, right, you only did see the side profile like of the yeah. character. But if he had a scar on the other side, it could be like the smile part of his face. True, but you don't see it. You don't see it entirely. I, I mean, I heard because they don't have him cast yet. So well, completely, right. Yeah. If they use him in Possibly. the future movie. I had a unique theory that is 100% not true, but it'd be cool maybe if it was like Clayface, like imitating like, mm. different like Arkham Asylum patients, uh, like the Joker, Two Face. Like you can keep changing in each of them and like develop their personalities that, or something. That like would that. be that would be pretty interesting, especially since we haven't seen a live action movie with Clayface mm -hmm. yet. Um, like a real realistic one would be kind of cool, but I feel like. The movie, the Batman, has like not anything like abnormal like that, like superhero, superpowerish kind of like. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just like real down to earth. It's like all real. I don't think there's gonna be anything like that, but it'd be cool. No, you never know. There might be something in there, um, or they just might make a twist and somehow bring in uh, um, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I was gonna say that. Can't afford him up. Well, no, but if you think about it, if you watch, if they combine the movies though, which would be confusing as shit. Uh, by the time the Joker or Joaquin Phoenix character version of the Joker is probably like in his 30s, 40s, maybe early 40s, um, the Joker or the back Bruce Wayne's only like nine, so like, yeah. <laughs> like he'd be trying to beat up an old man, which is Batman. Uh, trying to do that, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, now let's get to the other side. Uh, this is mostly pain related, but I want to compare these two since, um, The Dark Knight is the best-rated Batman movie, both by IMDb, uh, both by fans, both by Metacritic, and I believe Rotten Tomatoes. And um, yeah, sure. Uh, and by Chad. Uh, but I just wanted to go over this a little bit. For, between the fan ratings uh, right now for the Batman, 
Um, I'm assuming it's also not that many reviews because it just came out not that long ago. It's 8.4 out of 10, which is still really good, but that's out of 265,000 reviews or so. Uh, the Dark Knight is 9.1 out of 10, which is better, but that's also at a 2.5 million reviews. Your guys' opinion, and also my opinion, which movie do you think is better? I like The Dark Knight better. I feel like The Dark Knight is more watchable, again, just because the, the length is obviously a little bit shorter. Um, but right now, I just think because I just watched The Batman, it's just like still setting in. I'm going to put them even right now. Uh, I don't think one is better than the other. I'm putting them both as phenomenal Batman movies. Uh, I'll probably rewatch both of them and make a better decision, but right now I think they're both phenomenal and at equal ground. I like, I like your opinion uh, there, Bryce, with uh, having them on equal ground. But personally, I do like The Dark Knight better, mainly for the fact that you have uh, more of an action pack and it kept people watching a little bit better um, compared to Chad falling asleep. Well, it's, the new Batman is so dark, which obviously fits the gritty tone of the Gotham and everything. Oh, yeah, that plus but, uh, Batman's supposed to be a darker movie. Yeah. Do we know the and I'm half blind or I'm old and I wear glasses, so I, I'd like to see something on the screen where Batman <laughs> could possibly be lurking in the shadows, and it's like three minutes later, and they're still like, oh, now you're your boots. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's kind, that's kind of menacing and stuff, but like, uh, yeah, okay, that's probably Batman, maybe, but I gotta wait for him to get here. And, yeah, there's so much happened in The Dark Knight by the time you even see Batman in this one. Um, and it has Heath Ledger, which... Uh, He's a great actor. Well put. I can guarantee you, though, when uh, the first movie I did see of his was Dark Knight, but I watched his movies afterwards. Uh, no, I did not watch Brokeback Mountain. You're missing out. I didn't see it either, but I heard he uh, turned a lot of people gay in that one. Ah, God, that shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, back to the kind of the ratings here, um, just because I wanted to FYI and tell, give this information out there for Metacritic score that's shown on IMDb. Um, I just find it funny, the differences in what fans think and what critics think, mainly for the fact yeah. that, like, 8.4 out of 10 for the Batman, so that's, if that's out of 100 for Metacritic, that's 84 out of 100, compared to the Metacritic of 72 out of 100. Like, I, clearly fans liked it better than the critics did. Yeah, um, critics gotta be a little harsher, though, too. They, they point out the weirder stuff that the regular casual viewer is not going to care about. Well, and then that's how a movie becomes a cult classic when nobody watches it and, like, just fans, not critics. Um, and then for The Dark Knight, you have 9.1 out of 10 or 91 out of 100 uh, for fans, and then Metacritic is 84 out of 100, um, which is still really good and one of the better movies that there's around. I've seen some movies with a Rotten Tomato score of zero, so it's just like, <laughs> holy shit. Um, are you guys hoping to see a potential sequel, though, in the series with Robert Pattinson? Yeah, I'd watch a sequel, but there's some characters that were really fleshed out, such as the Penguin, and apparently the guy that died, but I guess I'm not going to get more information on him. <laughs> I'm a sequel. You might. You might. If, if they yeah. do, like, a flashback. Flashback. Or like, be good. You killed him, but really, you needed to kill him type of shit, um, which they've really done possible. in, like, so many different other movies. Um... But yeah, you never know. I'm hoping to see a new one. I want to see them do the Joker, the Clayface, like you said, and the most ridiculous character I've always wanted to see a live-action version of, and that's Man-Bat. Um, I just want to see how they put a spin on that. Mm -hmm. And just because of that, I feel like they put Ben Affleck back as Batman. (laughs) Not proper Pattinson. Um, But anyways, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming out today, uh, doing this discussion with me about Batman um, and the Dark Knight. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) 
that is all the time we have for this episode today. Uh, thank you both, Bryce and Chad, for being my guest today. Hopefully, you guys can come back for the next uh, next episode of the podcast. You're welcome. Okay. And, <laughs> uh, and then check out some more content on YouTube at Chris Region Networks for unboxings, pack openings, music, movie, video game reviews, and much, much more. Stay tuned. Follow us on Spotify for more podcasts of a lot of other topics as well. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Go see the Batman. This is Reason to Talk with Chris Reason.